Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Thanks for being here and listening to High Vibe In It. Thanks for being subscribed. Thanks for all your feedback and awesome reviews. We love hearing from you guys and we love producing this show for you all so you can have just, you know, some support on your life journey because being a human can be hard and we like to make it easy and fun (laughs) to the extent that we can. So if you're new to the show, my name is Kelsey Aida. I'm an inspirational author, blogger, coach. I host self-love retreats. I do a lot of things and I'm here with my bestie, Lindsay Robinson, who is a hypnotherapist and she can tell you more about herself. What's up, guys? Yes, hypnotherapist, um, awesome person, and I love the color blue. No, <laughs> I love helping. I love helping clients really access their subconscious minds, and more importantly, what's holding them back in the subconscious, uh, so that they can clear it, release it, and live a life that they actually design and they actually create. So today, we wanted to talk about how to embrace the day. Because really, if you can embrace your day, then you can embrace your life because your life is just a series of days and the less you can resist it and the more you can embrace the human experience that you came here to live, I believe and Lindsay believes that this will help you to just enjoy your life more, have less suffering, be less stressed. And we're all about that. So Lindsay, I know you wanted to touch on morning routines. So I think let's start with that. Since we're talking about embracing the day, what are some of the ways that you start your day on a nice, lovely note so that you can have the best experience? Well, with full transparency, I don't always do this because I know that some of you listening um, will probably resonate with children and routines that other people have to do like school especially now they're all going back to school in person so it's very usually pretty hectic and because my kids don't always sleep through the night can't always just wake up earlier it's not necessarily an option but when I can I would say this first 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 come up or create a routine that fits best for you um, and your lifestyle and your family unit And, um, that feels good. So some days what feels good to me is waking up and having a cup of coffee and maybe locking myself in a closet to enjoy it when I can (laughs) just, just silence. But the morning is the most important part of the day. I would say the only other most important part is right before you fall asleep, because what you're putting into your mind and your brain right before you fall asleep is super important as is the first thing you put into your brain and the first kind of input you have in the morning. So when you can, Uh, I would say make it a high, high priority and also be very, have, uh, be very, what is the word? Have grace for yourself. How do I say that, Kelsey? You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, you just said it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a right? Is that normal English? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. But just, you know, be kind to yourself and just know that you're doing your best at all times. But anyway, that's my, that's my soapbox I'm getting down now. What I love to do when I can do it, what I've started doing recently, everybody should be so proud if they've listened to the show for a while, is yoga in the morning. It's just Yay. 10 minutes, so don't get too excited, but I have really actually enjoyed it, and it makes me feel so good just starting the day because I know that I've accomplished something like already, you know, and that's that's a really great way to go into your day. Um I love manifesting in the morning. Um, Smell is a huge thing for me. So when I'm doing my manifesting uh, exercises, I'll burn some Palo Santo or some sage, or sometimes I do them both together if I'm feeling super crazy and I'm like super wild child, I'll just burn them both together. Why not? Um, It's a very pleasant um, 
kickstart for me, you know, smells, smell coffee as well. If you guys have some favorite smells, smell them in the morning, it'll change your life. Um, manifesting. Yep. I have some exercises that I do gratitude, uh, affirmations that I do in the morning. And each of these are very individualized and personal to me. I always encourage people to create their own, um, or just, you know, any that feel good. They have to feel good. We've talked about that many, many times. Well, give us like um, an example. Like what were you journaling about this morning? Oh, girl, I didn't journal this morning. <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying I necessarily journal, but I do, you know, I do gratitude lists and I do affirmations. And oh, like so that. these journaling, lists are not written lists per se. They are written, but it's, but I don't know. Is that journaling? I feel like journaling is like, I feel like this. And this is why I feel like this. And sometimes oh, I do this. I call you know, anything like a journal I write entry. in my journal, like journaling. So oh. I just have a broad definition of journaling. So I guess, yeah, in that definition, yeah, it would be journaling. So um, this, I'm glad that you asked this because this is super important. When you wake up in the morning, your day's just started. What the heck do I have to be grateful for? Well, you woke up, you know, I, I, when I was learning how to do this and we were studying this, they were saying like my professors, uh, we actually did learn this in, um, hypnotherapy school. Uh, very cool. But they were like, if you can't think of anything, you know, you woke up, there's one thing it's just to get the juices flowing. And then once that happens, you can say, okay, well, I'm thankful for the food in my fridge. Oh my gosh. I'm so thankful for my family and my kids. And that I don't have COVID. I mean, especially I'm so thankful that I'm healthy. I'm so thankful that the weather's nice today. And, and when you can think of little things, you'll be able to think of bigger things. And, you know, it doesn't matter if your full list is of little things because it'll just bring you more things, you know? Mm -hmm. When I was depressed and I was using gratitude as a tool to help like lift me out of the hole, I would just start with like the most stupid stuff that I was grateful for. Like I'm grateful for my slippers that are really comfy and I'm grateful for this bed that I'm in all the time right now. And I'm grateful that, you know, I didn't kill myself yet. And I'm grateful that this is not in this. And like, at first it starts with like little things or things that are lame or things that you would normally take for granted. And then you can work your way up and before you know it, like everything is something to be grateful for and you can fill out a whole page in like two minutes. <laughs> it gets easier. It does get easier. Remember when we had Joe Vitale on the show? Um, okay, I have to go get my baby. He's literally pounding my door down. I oh know you can't hear it, but I don't know where my babysitter is. I hope she's okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay, go situate that. We uh, will cut this out and be back in a moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, this is why I need my husband. Hold on. And we're back. <laughs> we were talking okay. about gratitude journals and how at first it might be tricky, but it gets easier. Yeah. And I, what I wanted to say was in one of our very early episodes, we had Joe Vitale. Hey, shout out to Joe Vitale, who was like, he was on, he was actually writing, this is so dark, you guys, but he was actually writing his suicide note. And he was like, what do I got to be grateful for? Or he was about to. And he was like, I don't know. This is, my life's terrible, blah, blah, blah. I'm paraphrasing. But he looked at the pencil and he's like, I'm grateful for this pencil that I can write my suicide note with. <laughs> and from there, it got his brain thinking and he started thinking of more things. And I know I'm probably butchering that story, but the essential, I'll never forget the fact that he looked at a pencil and thanked it for being the tool he would use to write a suicide note. I mean, there's always something to be thankful for. And I think that's what he was trying to illustrate. But, you know, on the happy bright side of morning mindset routines, like, yeah, it's it's a lot easier when, it, when the sun is shining. But even on days when you're having a rough morning and you're extra tired, you know, there's always something. And she's right. Kelsey's right. It does get easier for sure. Well, and the reason why it's so effective and everyone says have a gratitude practice, give gratitude, give thanks, it raises your vibration, blah, 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 is because you're going to experience what you're looking for. If you're looking for all the reasons why your life is shitty and why you feel like shit, then you're just going to keep experiencing more of that. But if you look for what's going right, what's working out, all the things that are flowing on your behalf, what you are grateful for, what you do have, that's going to expand and your experience is going to be very different depending on your lens and your focus and your intention. And I know just three weeks of doing a gratitude practice when I was climbing out of depression helped me to feel so good that I was like almost high on life. And I felt mm -hmm. so happy, even way happier than I did before I got sick with depression. So it's definitely a powerful tool that cannot be 
underestimated or overstated. Yeah. And I don't think it's ever going to go out of style. I really don't. I don't think there's ever going to be a time where it's like, yeah, that was what they used to do, but no, it's going to (laughs) happen forever and ever. It's happened since the dawn of time and it's because it's so effective and it works so well. So gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Um, and don't forget to thank yourself in there for even taking time to write a gratitude journal. That's a good one. Important. That's a self-love practice. Hey, Oh, um, and then, you know, affirmations, we talk about affirmations all the time. Mine at this point in my life are, um, basically around expanding my business and finishing my house renovations and just what I'm trying to manifest. You know, I always do my affirmations on what I'm trying to manifest. Um, Some people do them on how they want to feel, which is a form of manifesting too. Um, I think it always is really. Um, But mine are, yeah, about expanding my business and really feeling happy and comfortable and free um, with where I'm going and the connections I'm making and things like that. So um, yeah, that's what I do. Oh, and then side side note, I don't know if you can see my dream jar. I got a new jar. Did I, did I tell you my my wonderful husband shattered my dream jar <laughs> on accident? Oh, of, yes, I hope so. <laughs> he was moving my stuff out so we could recarpet, and he goes, "I broke it." I'm like what? Your dream jar? I feel so bad. I was like, "It's okay. I'll just get a new jar. I got it. my dreams are fine." <laughs> <laughs> my dreams are so the safe. dreams are still intact the dreams folks. are safe so so uh if you haven't done a dream jar if you don't know what a dream jar is basically write on sticky notes what you're trying to manifest fold it up put them in a jar and then each day you can take out one of your dreams from your dream jar and kind of just meditate on it visualize it feel it for like a minute 30 seconds and then put it back in the jar and let it continue manifesting but it's a great way to build momentum with your with what you're manifesting and, and your affirmations essentially. So sometimes I'll swap out my affirmations and do those. I'm pretty sure all my affirmations are in my dream jar at this point. But but uh, if you don't have one, I have a nice blog about it. So go check it out on my website, dream jar. Very, yeah. very cool. And it, you mentioned it in one of the podcast episodes we did in the beginning. Yeah, I think we had a whole thing about it. Yeah, it yeah. was like a big portion of the show was dedicated to the dream jar. So go check that out. I think the episode was called Five Best Manifesting Tools or something like that. Something along those oh, lines. Oh, yes. I loved that one. That was yeah. a good episode. That was a really fun one. Um, but yeah, and then I just, uh, oh, you know what else I do that I really love to do is put on Reiki music. If you tell Alexa, to, I thought she was going to listen, to play Reiki music, then she'll put on like a meditation channel or something. Um, I love to do that. I love to raise my vibe with music. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's it. If I think of something else, I'll say, what do you do? Yeah, so me, I'm not a big routine person. If yeah. I do the same exact thing every single day, I start to question my existence and it gets very deep and weird. So <laughs> I have same. like I cannot a menu do a routine. of things I like to do depending on my mood in that day or that morning. But usually, so I always start my day with my boyfriend wakes me up because he leaves for work and then he gives me a kiss goodbye because we always have to kiss hello and goodbye because that's very important to me. And then I'm all happy, but then I go back to sleep. And then once I get really hungry and I'm ready to wake up, I will fix my blood sugar and eat something. Mm -hmm. I'm just like straight to the kitchen. So do you wake up just from hunger? Is that what happens? Usually, yeah. Because I can sleep like forever, but I wake up because I'm like really hungry every day. Okay, this this is where me and Kelsey, I, I just don't understand her existence sometimes because I have people tugging at my shirt, waking me up, and I have my stomach me on my face, at my shirt, and she's like, "I just wake up and I'm hungry." Like, what is that like? I would love that just for her, just for a week to just wait for my belly to tell me to wake up and then just eat whatever I want and not have to worry about a timeline. Oh, this is it's where I get super jealous. Pretty great. So that's how I start my day. And then um, I love, love, love to just charge up in the sun. So there's like these little corners and nooks in my house where it's like sunny at certain times of the day. I know like where all of those are. So depending on the time, I will go and I'll just sit there and kind of meditate or listen to some music and just soak it up. Um, This is where I usually notice I'm very thirsty and I start drinking lots of water, preferably with Mm -hmm. lemon. And then I'll get into maybe a more intentional meditation or go for a little walk or do some stretching. I'm a big stretcher. Also, my boyfriend got me this cool like massage gun. I call it the punching gun because it's like, but he got me this massage gun. So sometimes I'll just use it on all of my body to kind of, 
I feel like it breaks up stagnant energy. Like it kind of creates like this buzzing sensation for me and like a cleansing. So I like to do that. Um, And then it just depends. Some mornings I'm like, oh, I really want to get some projects done. It's going to feel really empowering to do X, Y, and Z. Or sometimes I challenge myself to relax with no pressure. And I'm like, let's see if you can actually enjoy this TV show without feeling bad about it. So we're just going to do that first thing. It kind of depends. And then like the rest of my day is working or hanging out with friends or hanging by myself or reading, going for walks, going to the gym, going to yoga, Pilates, all that jazz. I have a lot of freedom in my schedule, except for the days when I do hair, which I was doing hair just one day a week, but now I'm going to be doing two. So if you're in the Charlotte area and you need your hair done, hit me up because actually, I don't know if most of you know this, but I'm actually a cosmetologist by trade. So that's what I went to school for. That's what I studied. And I like to make people feel good from the inside and the outside. So love it. Yep. I do. I do want to say, and I'm glad that you said like, you're not a big routine person. I couldn't have a routine if I tried. I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. I could not do it. And I think a lot of you might resonate with, with that as well. So I love that you have a menu. Um, I think that's what you'd call mine. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a mortgage board and a la carte. I just pick off what I want to do that day and what feels good to me. And that's, that is what one of the biggest things I would tell people is to create, create a menu. So we have to tell you guys about our favorite meditation app right now, which is the all wonderful Headspace. I don't know if you guys are already using it, but if you aren't, you need to at least give it a try because it is one of my favorites. I've tried them all. What I love about it is it's one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. Also, they have really cute, easy to use apps. Um, It's full of guided meditations where they really break it down and help you visualize what you're doing so you can be fully immersed in the experience. I always recommend this to people who have struggled with meditation because I think it's one of the fastest and easiest ways to learn how to do it in a way that's actually effective for you. Um, Also, they can help you feel better whatever your situation is. So if you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation that's perfect for you. If you have trouble falling asleep, Headspace has wind down sessions that their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids, which is so cute and awesome. Headspace approach to mindfulness can help you to reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I seriously love this app and cannot recommend it enough. They are backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, whoa, and over 60 million downloads. So if you guys aren't using Headspace, you need to get on it because Headspace is awesome and it makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash vibin for one month free. That's headspace.com slash V-I-B-I-N with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. Go get your free month trial. This is the best deal offered right now. So go to headspace.com slash V-I-B-I-N today. Think about what you've done in the past in the morning that really felt good to you. Explore new ways to enjoy your morning um, based on the suggestions you have from the show or stuff that you hear from friends or just anywhere really and just try it out. Find find something that fits best for you. Uh, It's the most important part of the day. I think breakfast is the most important meal of the day. The morning is the most important time of day because it really sets you up for the rest of the day. I have to say this because when you talked about the punching gun, I thought immediately of this <laughs> thing that I just bought. Me and my husband just celebrated our anniversary on the 23rd, Yay. nine years married, 11 years together because our dating anniversary is the same as our wedding date. And I did that on purpose. Thank you. Nice. But <laughs> so, so we're always two years behind the marriage, but uh, for our, for his anniversary present, I bought him a shock tea mat. Have, have you heard of this thing? It is, I wish I had it up here, but it's a, um, some of you might know it. It's a, it's a mat, you know, it's a foam mat with spikes. It's like a bed of nails and you lay on it for, you know, anywhere from six minutes to 20 minutes. Some people fall asleep on them actually. And once you can get past the pain, it starts to increase blood flow and release 
and relax every muscle of the body until you feel super like blissed out. Mm. Um, I was so excited just to see him get on this thing. Like it was worth it. Totally worth it in the investment. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he laid down on it because he's been having back problems. Um, and there's a reason I'm talking about this, but he laid down on it uh, to see what it would do. And the first 30 seconds, he goes, what did you get me? I don't want this. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Just do it. Just do it. Trust me. Trust me. Hoping that it would work because all of the reviews have been outstanding. But the reason I bring it up is because I've considered because of its like miracle properties, people are shocked at how amazing this thing is. And my husband as well, he got up and moved in a way that he wasn't able to move all week. And he's like, this is crazy. Like he's freaking out. I'm like, you know, a lot of people do this in the morning just to kind of like set their body up for the day. I wonder if I should start doing it. So I'm on the fence about it because I did lay on it for a little bit. And I mean, I've given birth to three children, two of them unmedicated. I think I could do it. But the thing is, like, I can't even do yoga for 10 minutes. Like, do I really want to do this? So I'm thinking about doing it. But apparently it's really effective. If anybody has has one uh, and you're on the Patreon, feel free to, to tell me how you use it because- Apparently it's pretty great. And a lot of people use it in the morning or like right before bed. Um, and they're not sponsoring us, but you know what? Shakti Matt, if you want to, I'm happy to talk. <laughs> apparently I'm just going to talk about it anyway, yet. but apparently yes. they need to be because we're big advocates. For I that think one. you'd actually really like it, Kelsey. You should look it up and see, see if I mean, know. it sounds like something that would be amazing after a day of doing hair because that's really taxing on my body and I always need like body tools and massages. And in and- case it's not obvious, it obviously doesn't puncture your skin, but <laughs> you feel like it's going to for the first few seconds. It feels really, and then it just feels like a sunburn, you know, but it all goes away. And what you're left with is this amazing, like amazing relaxed feeling and like super relaxed muscles. Your description and- of this is hilarious. So speaking of embracing the day, so we kind of went through some morning ideas. Let's talk about some mindset hacks or practices that help us throughout the day, because I know I definitely tend to have certain moods at certain times of the day. So for example, I feel like I'm prone to anxiety more so in the morning because I expect a lot of myself like Mm -hmm. oh I need to get stuff done I should I should all right I should be doing this I should be doing that blah 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 so that's why meditation or movement really comes in handy for me in the morning and just reminding myself that oh you're addicted to your anxiety let's just give some love to this part of you that thinks you have to do it all and be it all all the time so that's helpful. But do you have anything like that? Like, do you notice that certain times of the day you pretty much always have like a mood? Yes, I do. And it is in the morning, coincidentally, just this morning. Well, what I'll usually do is I'll wake up, I'll do whatever I can do to kind of get my my mind right uh, for the moment, go downstairs and get my coffee. And then I immediately look at the dishes because I have this thing where I cannot do dishes at night. I don't like it. I don't want to. I like to do them in the morning. However, most of my mornings start pretty early with, with work. So I also, I get anxiety when I look at them now and thank goodness my husband has been kind enough to be like, you know what, don't worry about it. I'll and so I looked at him today. I was like, do you mind if I, this is my way of asking for help. Okay. Do you mind if I only work, think about work today? And he goes, yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he had to like put the pieces together. But I noticed that my my anxiety as well, just like yours is, is heightened in the morning because I think about all the things I'm not going to be able to do because I'm going to be in here. And then when I get in my office, I'm like all the things I need to get done in here. And there's more stuff to get done out there. And it's just like all the things. So uh, I do, when I have the presence of mind, like like what you just described is I just think about, you know, there's time. What's been big, big for me lately is repeating to myself, there's time enough for it all. There is time enough mm-hmm. for it all. And then I just kind of take a deep breath and like, just, just, it's okay to chill. I've realized in recently, thank you, Kelsey, for pointing this out to me in a, in a, in a way. <laughs> I don't, you're like, what, what? I don't feel comfortable relaxing usually. I don't feel safe when I relax. Usually it is something that's come to my attention recently and I'm trying to work through it, but it's interesting when those moments come up because I'm reminded that, oh, this is just me 
this is how I feel safe is when I'm freaking out <laughs> for lack of a better word. Nervous. Overstimulated. Yeah. Your, this is like middle. That's my baseline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's your baseline. Mm-hmm. So it's become a practice very recently for me, actually, in my 36th year of life to remind myself that it's fine. I don't need to get it all done today. And, you know, may, there'll be tomorrow or the next day. It doesn't all have to happen now. Um, my husband's been telling me that for years, but I'm mm-hmm. starting to convince myself it doesn't all have to happen now. Um, so yeah, I would, I would agree with you. I'm, I'm right there with you. I think it's in the morning that's in right, right before bed. That's the other one that comes up too is like, oh, look at all the stuff I didn't get done today. Yeah. And again, I, think- I have to remind myself there's, a t- there's time enough for it all, you know. I think it's really helpful to realize your own personal patterns. And maybe if you can't consciously just think of them off the top of your head, journaling and like documenting might be a good way to notice patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know like for me, I feel like I release the most resistance towards like the later afternoon just because I start to get so tired that I'm just like, okay, now my only option is really like to relax. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And all day it's like I'm fighting to do things or achieve things or get stuff done because that's my like coping mechanism. And then by the time I'm like brain dead, I'm like, okay, now we can enjoy some popcorn, a little movie, go for a walk, whatever. And it helps me to know that about myself because then I try not to schedule anything later. Mm -hmm. Um, Except I do schedule client calls at night sometimes because those actually do give me energy and they're very natural for me to like perform or do, I should say. But other than that, like I really try to keep it just free time for me. Yeah. Because if I didn't have enough free time already. Lindsay's yeah, like, let me ask you, you lady. Me, no, <laughs> no, but it is, but it is very valid because you know you hear from everywhere, and it, it like it doesn't matter how many kids you have, it doesn't matter what your schedule is, you time for yourself, and I do agree with that. But oh my gosh, there are limitations. Like I feel like we don't give enough, we don't acknowledge enough. Like it's it's hard. It is very hard. And so if you're listening and you're like, oh yeah, that's impossible for me. Know that it is not impossible, but we, but I definitely, and I know Kelsey does too. I definitely understand that it is difficult and it is hard because even when I clock out, quote, clock out for the day, leave my office, go downstairs and like, oh, okay. Phew. I I have three kids to <laughs> that, that haven't seen me all day that want to play with me and that want to talk to me and tell me a story and what they learned at school today. And and I love to hear it all, but at the same time, it's like, okay, do I have to schedule a shower? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I have to schedule all my stuff, and I and it definitely takes support from whoever you're living with and whoever's you're co-creating life with, if there if you do have a significant other. But you do need a support system of some some kind in order to do this for yourself. But it is it is important. I'm going to say, Kelsey, what you said is absolutely valid. You do need time to decompress. You do need time to let it go, and however that looks for you is how it looks. Lock yourself in that damn closet. Give them sugar and go in the closet if you need to. <laughs> Mom hack. Mom hack. You know, put on put on a movie, give them an iPad. I don't even know. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. It's um, true. And it, it also makes me think of um, another thing, which is, you know, that time to decompress. And when you do feel energized or when you do feel um, like your day what did you say? What did you say at the end of your day? You feel that's you, when I have the like, least amount of resistance. There we go. Boom, boom, Ola. So in that, in those moments when you have the least resistance might be the best time. When do you say resistance to like manifesting resistance to the universe just resistance, resistance to feeling good of like how I'm feeling or what I'm doing or just feeling good being generally like resistant or like fighting. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So for some people, when you recognize that in yourself, uh, we do have an episode, I think, or we both, it's an episode or a blog where we wrote about ways to get back into the vortex, back into that manifesting momentum. Um, We always talk about making lists. I think it would be really great. I have one. I know Kelsey has one of ways that you can put yourself back in the mode of receiving, back in that alignment mode. And when you have the least resistance, when you recognize that in yourself, recognize that also as a, as you know, it might be an opportunity for you to be like, I'm going to take advantage of this to the, at its fullest. And I'm really going to 
you know, uh, get pack a punch with this one. So if it's walking in nature or, you know, things you do that kind of release that resistance even more that make you feel aligned even more, that might be the perfect time to do it. Yeah. I so actually do way. a lot of my intention setting and manifesting work towards the end of the day. Once mm-hmm. I know I'm really relaxed and I'm not striving to do anything or not do anything. Cause usually what happens is like, if my boyfriend comes home and he wants to watch a show or something and I'm not super into the show, I'll still hang out with him, but I'll go on Pinterest and be looking at those dream houses or, you know, whatever Ooh. it is. So on, I'll be like manifesting away. Like? I mean, he's obsessed with like law and order, which I'm just like, whatever. I don't like cop shows or shows where bad things happen to good people, which is basically every mm. show. I'm a very mm. sensitive soul. It's pretty much <laughs> romantic comedies or nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> We just started watching a show like that. It's called Luther. Have you ever heard of it? Luther? Idris Elba? It's an older show. It came out in 2010, but it's basically that. And I'm just like, why am I watching this? It's so, <laughs> it's so good though. Like the story is so good. The, the content's great. He's such a good actor. I'm just like, this is really sad. He always shows up just too late. At least I'm like six episodes every in time. and every single time he's showing up like just after the thing happens. I'm like, why? <laughs> Give us a win here. But no, I get that. Pinterest is great. Pinterest is like your own little vision board. It can be. I think for a lot of people it is because it's just so pretty and high vibe as, you know, there's no dark Pinterest. I have a board that says whatever is contained on this board is. And so if there's like a vibe that I'm going for or an event or mood or an outfit, I'm just like pin it to that board and I'm like, okay, it's done. It's happening. It's out there. I said it, I put it there. It's happening. And I just don't worry about it. That is incredibly powerful. And then I just like look at that board, just like, ah, yes. So good. Um, But okay, can we just talk about that for a second? Because I want to do that now. Because that is so freaking powerful when you say like, it's easy to make a like an intention and be like, Oh, is it gonna happen? Is it not gonna happen? But if your intention is to create a space where all everything that enters the space is happening, and you that's the that's the intention, that's the energy of that board. And then you put something on that board, you can't help but feel like, yeah, this is happening. And that is the feeling you need to have for it to actually happen is that conviction, you know, that like, there's no way this isn't happening. There's no alternative. This is happening. That's what you need to have. Guys, steal this idea. This is an incredible idea. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever is contained on this board is, that's literally the name of my board where I keep all my things. I love Um, this. I mean, I have other boards of other inspirations, but that's the board where if it's on that board, board, it's fucking happening. It's going down. I don't know when, I don't know how it's happening. Um, wow. What was coming to me in the last few minutes of this conversation that would be really important to touch on is just to converse about the energy of embrace because we're talking about embracing the day, embracing your morning, aka embracing your life because your life is just a series of moments, a series of days. And if you look at it mathematically, you know, the more time you're spending in joy, in ease, in fun, in happiness, in authenticity, the more your life is going to be an expression of that than the other, right? And it's not to say that you can't be sad or have bad days or moments of um, contrast because we all do. It's normal. And I think embracing even those moments makes it a lot more of a graceful transition back into the more – desirable moments, (laughs) right? So it's a preference. Some energies are more uncomfortable than others, but let's talk a little bit about the energy of embrace. And I'm going to give some synonyms and words to help clarify. So the opposite of embrace to me would be to push away, to fight against, to resist. And this shows up in like being in denial if you are bypassing, if you are um, not accepting of certain things. So to put it in the opposite perspective of what is embracing, embracing would be to bring something closer, to understand it, to accept it, to find value in it, especially the finding value part, I think is huge. Um, And just like, remembering what helps me to embrace is remembering why I came here I came to you mean came here on this planet to this earth 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> I it. came here in this lifetime to be a person, which is why I'm a person and to live a human experience. And that's, I mean, I believe that's what we all came here to do. So why yeah. are we so allergic to being human? And why do we use spirituality to bypass the 3D physical world? You know, the best way to use spiritual practices, I think, is to enhance your everyday life, mm-hmm. to feel better, to feel connected to all parts of you, you know, mind, body, spirit, and to not, you don't need to use them to run away from the human experience. But at the same time, I understand why people do because it's hard to be a human and you have to have courage and you have to be resilient and you have to be really willing Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but I've basically, or I should say, I've been trying to give it up because I realized that it was full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat. And then the spirit of high vibe in it, of course, we would prefer to eat more high vibe foods. Luckily, we have found a super awesome cereal for you guys called Magic Spoon, and it is the most high vibe cereal, I would argue, out there. And it tastes just like the stuff that's horrible for you, except it's great for you. So it's a win-win. It has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. It is only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. We've got exciting news too because Magic Spoon is relaunching their blueberry favor, which is favor, flavor, flavor, which is one of the favorite flavors, which is now back in stock after being sold out because everybody loves this cereal. I mean, it was pretty good. So you also can build your own box. The available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. If you're listening from Canada, Magic Spoon actually ships there as well. So you're good to go. If you guys want to try this amazing, amazing magic cereal, it really is. Go to magicspoon.com slash vibe in to grab some blueberry or a custom bundle of cereal to try today. And be sure to use our promo code V-I-B-I-N, VIBIN at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is now good anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. I feel like I should mention also, I have three boys and two out of three are very, very picky and they love this cereal. So if you're like me and you're looking for something that uh, needs to be more nutritious for your littles, this is great. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash V-I-B-I-N and use the code VIBIN to save $5 off. Yeah. And your, um, um, take on embrace in general? Well, I mean, I think it, we, we do this is one of the things we talk about the most, which is just whatever you're feeling, acknowledge it, sit in it for a minute, understand why. And then that will bring you to the next step, which is moving through it and processing it. Um, And if you don't do that, there's nothing wrong with it necessarily, except that it's just going to keep coming up and probably get louder and louder. So I think that when we talk about embrace, that's exactly what we're talking about. Embrace it and understand yourself and discover, 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 discover about yourself and why you feel the way you do. It's not happening by accident. Nothing is happening by accident. And, you know, to your point, you did come here to feel it all. You came here to feel shitty. You came here to feel elated. You came here to feel sexy. You came here to feel bored. All of it. You came here to feel all of it. So when you are feeling a thing, I love that you said allergic to being human because that's exactly what it feels like. It's just like, okay, I want to feel it all except for that. I don't want to feel that. So we're just <laughs> going to shove it down, move on. Um, and again, that, that might be your uh, knee-jerk reaction, but it's not going to do anything. It's just going to make it louder and probably last longer than if you just embrace it and try to discover and understand about yourself. Um, I always say you're never going to regret learning more about yourself. It's not a thing that will ever happen. So use the time you're here to learn all you can, I think. Yeah, I think that everybody has their own personal flavor of embrace or their own definition of what it looks like and feels like to embrace themselves and embrace their life and embrace their journey more. And I think a great way to find clarity around that and to bring it into your consciousness is to simply ask like, 
how can I embrace my life today? How can I embrace this day? How can I embrace this moment? How can I embrace how I'm feeling? How can I embrace myself? How can I embrace my partner? Um, And just asking those questions is going to give you answers and clarity and direction Mm -hmm. that is the most true for you. Embracing the moment is by definition what mindfulness is, which of course is soaking up every bit of how soaking is like squeezing all the juice from every moment, you know, and if you don't know how to do this, a very easy way to start is stop what you're doing right now. I mean, listen to the words, obviously, but if you're moving, just stop and just look around the room that you're in and just notice the light in the shadow, notice the contrast of light, notice the movement. You know, I have my window open and the wind is slightly fluttering the leaves of my money tree, which looks really beautiful. Never would have noticed it if I hadn't stopped and looked around that simple. You know, notice the breath coming into your lungs and exhaling. Notice the the heat from your palm, anything. If you're drinking water, notice how it feels going down. It can start very small, but the more you practice it, the easier it gets and you'll be able to just be present instead of in the future or in the past or thinking about a conversation that you had that should have gone better or, you know, whatever it is. We all do it, but it's just a practice. Yeah, mindfulness feels really good. Yeah, exactly. I love that you said that because mindfulness is just a practice of observing everything. And the best kind of mindfulness, I think, is observing with compassion and understanding. So not observing with the intention of, oh, okay, now I'm going to judge myself because I observed this or now I'm going to judge my life because I observed this. No, no, no. That's not what we're doing. We are observing, understanding, having compassion. And I really think mindfulness is a huge tool for embracing yourself and your life and how you feel because like it's so much easier to go through life with awareness of what's going on with you and around you and for you and because of how you are and because of what happened to you in the past. And when you can just notice what's going on, you take a lot of the suffering and the negative power away from it by just becoming the observer so like for example if I'm sad and I can observe oh right now I'm having a sad moment a part of me is really upset and this is why and you know I'm not usually sad forever like it's fine and you just don't resist it and you just watch it pass Mm -hmm. that's totally different than oh, I don't want to be sad. I don't have time for this. This sucks. Being a person is hard, blah, blah, blah. This is the worst day ever. My whole day is ruined now. You know, (laughs) it's that mindfulness piece that really makes the difference between if you're in the suffering or if you're watching the suffering. Kelsey, what are some ways that you know of and that you practice when or in the past, if you felt this way, I don't know if you do it as much anymore. Um, but when you, when, just as you described, when you, when something goes wrong and you just basically like, how do I come back from this in my day? What are some ways that you do that? Personally, I usually cry and then I feel better. (laughs) So for me, like tears could be a release of frustration, of stress, of sadness, of anger. It doesn't have to be like only sad. That mm-hmm. could be my way of releasing tension. I always cry when I'm frustrated. Like any kind of for tension. For some reason, <laughs> if I cry it out, I'll feel way better after. Okay. Do you, then, do you say anything? Like, do you have like a, are there any thoughts that you think that kind of help you do that? Or do you just yeah, like let it flow? There's kind of some mantras that I go through. Like, it's okay to feel how I feel. I'm not going to feel like this forever. Um, I understand why I feel this way. It's okay for me to feel this way. Um, this is just a temporary sensation in my body. You know, I don't have to make this mean that my life mm-hmm. is bad or that I'm bad or that this moment is bad. Yeah. Um, just and questioning. You the came meanings. here to feel it all. It's just another reminder. Like, you know, I don't remind myself when I'm in right. those moments of that. But yes, that is true. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, That's like yeah. the last thing I want to hear. <laughs> interesting (laughs) when you're sad the last thing you want to hear is that you you kind of ask for it (laughs) yeah right I'm like fuck you I didn't ask for this shit (laughs) oh man that's funny well it might it might help someone to know that like in that moment you know it definitely helped me when you know versus before when I would think about 
the not so fun times of my upbringing or like a breakup that I had and just moments where I felt really low. It does help me to look back on those moments and be like, you know what? I came here for a reason. I came here for all of this. So it's just part of it. Of course, it's easy to see it from a distance, you know, in yeah. the present day. And when you're not in the middle but of it. When you're not in the middle of it. But, you know, even before I had these thoughts, when I would think about that stuff, it brought up all the shadow, you know, all the stuff I didn't want to look at. But now it's just like, yeah, this is part of being a human. And this is, I, I'm a smart soul. I know that. And I know I did this for a reason. And this is part of my evolution and so it does help and it's kind of shifted the way I think of really any negative thing that happens because I know that we're all here we've agreed to be here I think we were talking about this last week where it's like should I care more about something (laughs) or is it a healthy perspective to have at all times you know I'm not too sure but it does help I'll say that I feel like different perspectives are helpful in different (laughs) moments you know right it depends on what feels more empowering in the moment. Right. One moment, a certain perspective might feel super empowering, but then another moment you try to apply that same oh, perspective gosh. and it just brings you down. <laughs> That's definitely true. That is definitely true. And, you know, there's no hard and fast rule. I think we say this every week as well. It's like for everyone listening, please don't hold yourself to any kind of standard that you feel even yesterday. If this worked for you, it may not work tomorrow, you know? I, I, this is so funny because with my clients, I'll say this when we do like inner sanctuary, which is just a place for you to go in your mind. It's one of the foundational sessions that we do. And it's a place for you to go in your mind to, to refill and get anything that you need in that moment. And so I'll warn them, like, whatever you're thinking of right now, it's probably not going to be that when you get into hypnosis, but it might be, you know, and I also say whatever it is today, whether it's a mountaintop or a forest or someone had a trampoline park once. I'll say, depending on what you need, because they needed, you know, freedom. They wanted to feel light as a feather and just free. And so that's what their mind came up with. And so I say, like, whatever you need is what you're going to get in that moment. So if next week you need solitude or you need community, just know that your inner sanctuary might change. So even, you know, this is true. So it's so many examples of this being true. Like just because it worked once doesn't mean it's going to be the same thing in the same way. We're constantly evolving and literally, we are not the same people that we were when we started this conversation. So, so you can't hold yourself to the same standard. So it's really just a, it's just a, um, a process of growing and evolving and figuring yourself out enough to know what works for you. And I think it's beautiful that you said that. And speaking of embracing, the best thing to embrace is change because things are always changing and we're always changing. Oh, yeah. Energies are always changing and everything's expanding and evolving. And, you know, that is kind of one of the quote unquote constants of the human experience, right? Is change. So you're only going to cause suffering if you're fighting that as we've all experienced firsthand to some degree or another, whether it's from a worldly perspective or just an individual perspective. I wanted to talk about how to choose an empowering perspective in any moment of your day or of your life, because I think it's hard to know like what's going to feel best if you don't have like guidelines for it. So I'm going to give some guidelines and you can give your thoughts too. Something that really helps me to choose the most empowering perspective is, does this thought make me feel worse or does this thought make me feel better? Or does this thought help to at least bring me relief or is this thought causing me more pain? Mm. so we usually want to work towards relief or empowerment so let's say for example you and your partner got into a fight you can have a perspective of our relationship is falling apart this is really bad this means that we're not meant to be together that's gonna make you feel worse than the situation already did or you can have a perspective of all couples fight. It's normal. We'll bounce back. We'll probably be kissing and makeup by later tonight. You know, like it'll mm-hmm. pass. That's a very different perspective that would probably bring you a lot more relief, you know? So it's like testing them out. I always say perspectives are like outfits, right? So you try on the outfit. Oh, yes. How does it look? How does it feel? This one's not for me today. Oh yeah, girl, this is the one, you know, you just try on different perspectives until you feel relief or lighter or a little better, a little more empowered. 
I love that you said a perspective is like an outfit because there's so many times we hold ourselves to a certain perspective because for whatever reason, and a lot, and a lot of times from what I've seen and experienced in my, I guess, teenage years, early, early adulthood was maybe I don't get to feel better. Maybe I need to feel, you know what I mean? Like that self-punishment idea where it's like, if, if a perspective is, is an outfit, you're going to the store, you're putting on the worst thing that looks terrible on you. It's not your color. It's not your size even. And you're like, well, this is what I deserve. So you buy it. Like what? <laughs> I love that you gave that analogy because it makes, it really does make no sense to hold yourself to a perspective that doesn't serve you. Um, it's not right. doing anyone it's like any wearing favors. wearing the same outfit least every of all, single day. Yeah. And least of all yourself because it feels terrible and nobody else it's not going to affect anyone else but you really and you're the most important person in this puzzle you're the star of your own show at all times and so like you never I don't think the goal is ever to punish yourself some people that is the goal but is that really a thing like I don't know Kelsey what do you think because I think it's redonk and yes people I said punish redonk. themselves as a way to motivate themselves to make yes some sort of which change. is also redonk so it's a manipulation <laughs> It's not going directly for what they need. It's like a weird roundabout way to try and get what they need. It's like beating yourself up to the finish line. Right. Because even when you get there, you're going to feel like you've been beat up the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, yeah, anyway, I don't know how we got started talking about that, but you said the outfit thing. And I was like, yes, man, I have something to say because it's so mm-hmm. common and it's so important, you know? Yeah. I'd say those are some of our tidbits for today on embrace and hopefully you guys gained um, some practices or some thought patterns that will be helpful for you moving forward and embracing your day and embracing your life we have we have gone through the morning we've gone through the day real quick before we go let's talk about ways to set yourself up for a great day before you go to bed okay so like the best way to set yourself up for a good morning is a good night right Yep. So what are we doing that we shouldn't be doing before bed? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things. I love reading before bed because then Beautiful. I'm not looking at a yes. screen and it does make my eyes tired and it hopefully slows down my mind. Mm-hmm. I always get so tired when I start to read, even if I don't feel tired when I start. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you made the distinction because most of my books are now on my phone. And I know a lot of you can resonate with that. So if you have a blue blocker on your phone, then if and, you, and you're going to read on your phone, I think that's the best way to do it. But blue light, of course, you hear this everywhere is not great before you go to bed. It messes up your circadian rhythm, all that jazz. Also, whatever you're putting into your brain for a good week and a half there in 2020, because 2020 was like a shit show. So I accept it. But for a good week and a half, I was ending my night with like murder mysteries on like YouTube. I would never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, it never affected my sleep. I didn't really, it doesn't affect me as much. Because remember, I was going to be a forensic psychologist. Like that stuff for some reason, like really fast. I studied it for I did one whole semester. This. Um, but I was obsessed with serial killers and like all this stuff. So it's kind of in my wheelhouse was in my wheelhouse, but now I still can kind of listen to it and not really care. But I've, even though I wasn't necessarily aware of any effects I was having, I was consciously aware that "Mm, this is probably not a great thing to be doing right before bed. It can't help my, my dreaming cycle. It can't help anything like this. So uh, I don't know that it's doing anything bad, but I know that it's not doing anything good. So I'm going to stop doing that. And so I went back to my um, I'm reading some law of attraction books. I'm reading some self-help books. Kelsey gave me a great recommendation. Um, what's it called? Where is it? The body keeps the score, which is a releasing trauma from the body, which I'm loving and it's on paperback. So it's not on my phone, but yeah, reading, reading is a great way to end the night, especially when it's self-help. I don't mean, I don't know if that's what you're reading, but I think if it's something empowering like that, where it's giving you more perspective on yourself and discovery, I think it's great. Fresh from San Diego, California comes the only sunglasses brand I am ever going to wear. Again, I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Blender's Eyewear. You're going to be just as hooked as I am when you see how awesome these shades are. And if you're on the Patreon, you can watch me wearing these in this very read so you can actually see how cute they are. I got glasses called Polished Gal and they have a cute little like cat wing upward tip at the sides, which, you know, gives you that nice little lift, little facelift. 
Botox effect, but they had so many cute glasses on the site, you guys. They have your classic ones, your stylish ones, your casual ones, your more fancy ones. Um, they're perfect to wear for all occasions. I wear mine in the car. I wear mine when I'm going out and I want to be stylish or if I'm just keeping it casual and cool. They're very versatile. Um, Blender started because a guy named Chase Fisher started selling his beachy shades out of a backpack while doubling as a surf instructor on Pacific Beach. Very Californian. His goal was to create an adventurous mid-priced eyewear option with the same cool factor as the other leading styles. Unlike big brand shades that you've probably lost or smashed in the past that are super expensive, blenders are actually affordable. So you're not going to cry as much when the inevitable happens because let's be honest, we're always going to lose our sunglasses, smash them, run them over when we leave them on top of the car, get them sandy, get sunscreen on them, especially if you're, okay, these are like San Diego problems I'm thinking of, <laughs> or, you know, you're going to drop them, scratch them. Like sunglasses, they just don't have a super long lifespan because they get wrecked. So why would you spend hundreds of dollars on a pair only to be sad later when you could just get blenders, which are just as gorgeous, just as high quality without the price. And Blender's team of in-house designers are constantly coming out with new styles from orange polarized wraparounds, tortoiseshell frames with purple lenses, and classic gold arms with black lenses. And it's not just sunglasses. Blender's has prescription glasses, readers, and blue light glasses, as well as snow collection with goggles and accessories. So live life in forward motion with Blender's. And if you guys want to get 15% off your Blender's purchase, just visit blenderseyewear.com and enter the promo code VIBIN, V-I-P, V-I-B-I-N, V-I-P. That's different than our normal one. So take a note. That's blenderseyewear.com with code VIBIN, V-I-P for 15% off your Blenders purchase. Blenders rocked with pride worldwide. Yeah, that's pretty much all I what read. Are you I always joke that I read the same types of books that I write because it's rom-coms. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I actually novels. never read. Okay, the last time I read a book like that was like Twilight when I was in middle school. Oh, yes. Like, that was the last like series that I actually We've read. We've all read Twilight. It was like <laughs> fictional. Um, but the other thing I really love to do before bed is guided meditations or yeah. hypnosis because – my mind doesn't have the energy to really stay focused, but if someone's guiding me through a visualization or a breathing practice, then I can do it. Um, yeah. More ease. So I like saving the guided ones and the ones with instruction or visualization for the nighttime. And then speaking of things that don't work before bed, I can't work out too late in the day. Otherwise I get super oh, yeah. revved up and energized and I cannot sleep. So if it's something later in the day, like my boyfriend and I love to go to hot yoga together. And if it's really late, then maybe more like a stretching one, like a yin yoga mm -hmm. or something. Um, but yeah, that's something that definitely does not work for me. <laughs> See, and that actually <laughs> might exercise. work for me because I get ridiculously exhausted whenever I move my body. <laughs> well, I get so go. tired. <laughs> maybe I need to start working out before bed. Um, but I do know, I know that it's supposed to like, Wait, you know, it is supposed to energize you, wake you up. That's why people go for runs and things in the morning. For my husband, it does the same thing. It like gets him energized so he can't do it and then in the night either. Um, so there's another example, guys. Figure out what works for you. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's a really everyone. there's a really great speaking of meditation, there's a really great um Abraham Hicks one. And I don't remember what it's called, but it's something about abundance. It's like their abundance meditation, um manifesting abundance or something like that unlimited abundance but I was listening to that one every night for a while and then I think my brain got bored of it is you know, that the one the where they talk about how it's the end of the day and there's nothing to do and like nowhere to go and like your only job no. is to just like exist okay I love no, I like that one though. that tell me that there's nothing for me to do I'm like okay I, <laughs> you would love my sessions then because that's what I say to my client any of my clients will attest to this I say there's nothing to figure out there's nothing to do just simply breathing being at peace you know it's a very nice feeling to know mm -hmm. that this is like your permission slip to just say F it all. I'm just going to be right here feeling good. That's my only job is to feel good right now. Um, but no, it's a, it's a meditation. that's like the universe wants what you want and you get to have what you want. And it's just, it's basically mantras that, that are being repeated to some music and um, reminding you to breathe and all that. But I love it. I love the Abraham Hicks ones. Cause I've just, I'm so attuned to that voice anyway, that it, I'm just like, yep, whatever you say. 
Mm, I love it all. <laughs> I like it. And speaking of guided meditations, I created a really good one on my YouTube channel not that long ago, like maybe a few months ago, um, because it's kind of correlated with my most recent book, Affirmations for Happiness. But I took mm. some of the like mantras from the book and made it there into like, a little meditation with some music and a little visualization. And it helps you to release like what's holding you back from feeling happier. So mm-hmm. that would be a good one to like start or end your day with, I feel like. So if you just search Kelsey Aida on YouTube. Oh my YouTube, gosh, hang on. Is that, is, that for the end of, is that for the end of the night? It can be. Yeah, it can be like morning okay. or nighttime. So so here's what you guys are going to do. You're going to go get my morning mindset hypnosis for, for a high vibe day. And then you're going to start your day with that. And then you're going to end it with Kelsey's lovely voice or do it in the middle of the day or do all of them back to back. Or, or, or just listen to them on loop. It doesn't matter, <laughs> but I actually specifically have a free one and it is, it is one of my freebies that's morning hypnosis for a high vibe day. And if they do both of them, they're already loving our voices anyway, because they listen to us every week. I think they would have some major momentum. What do you think? Right. You can listen to Lindsay <laughs> in the morning. You can listen to both of us in the afternoon, whatever's the new pod that you haven't heard yet. And then in the <laughs> evening, you can finish up with some more happiness right before you sleep oh and gosh. you can just drift off into bliss with us just in your ear (laughs) oh my gosh asmr what do you think of asmr i have to ask you because i can't stand it it drives me nuts i mean it depends on what the noise is there are certain noises to me that are pleasurable but like listening to somebody eat or something is not one of them oh my god (laughs) why is that the most popular thing too i don't understand it but you know what i did here is this little side note Scottish accents are supposedly a form of ASMR. There's like a study done. That's, that's why it's, I swear because all the consonants are so hard. The, like the, it's, it's like a, it's a rough language. So it does something to your ear. It definitely, I would say that's the only kind of ASMR that I would go for because I just can't get enough of that accent, but it's true. I read it recently. A form of ASMR. If anybody likes ASMR and they're on the Patreon, uh, let us know why you like it because I don't understand. <laughs> We don't get it. Enlighten us. (laughs) So you guys, I think this has been great. I think let's wrap it up here. Announcement wise, we are doing a live meetup hangout sesh on Zoom with all of our Patreon peeps. So if you are part of the Patreon, then you are invited to our exclusive Zoom party where we're going to hang out and chat with you guys. And maybe we'll pull some cards for people. And we had a lot of fun doing it last time. So that's one of the so fun of being a Patreon member at any tier. And if you're not on our Patreon supporting the show, then get over there. Just go to patreon.com slash high vibe and you can join our Patreon for as little as three bucks a month. Each tier has different advantages and bonuses, but basically that's where we put the extended version of every single episode. You can watch the video that goes along with every episode and we do fun parties and stuff every once in a while. So we're planning one for April 14th. Not sure what time yet. We're having the Patreon peeps vote on what time is best for them in there. So if you're in our Patreon, go check that out. And um, yeah, I have some spots left for my self-love retreat. So if you guys are ready to travel, which I think now that more people are getting vaccinated, more people are willing and ready and getting the itch um i'm taking a group of women back to mexico in october so there's still some spots we're going to be doing you know the high vibe stuff learning how to embrace yourself most importantly speaking on the topic of what we talked about today so embrace yourself embrace the other women embrace mexico embrace the beach it'll be so awesome so to learn more about that go to kelseyaida.com slash retreat cute yay love it I'm still uh, just kind of rolling along with my wait list. <laughs> rolling along. There's no news. Although the wait list has shortened. It is not seven months anymore. It's now only three, two or three. So um, if you want to work with me, get some subconscious stuff cleared out, let me know. Also, there's the membership, uh, which is all of my audios in one place for whatever topic you can dream of. And there's more added every month. Um, the link will probably be in the description. It's too long to say. Um, yeah. And one of these days, me and Kelsey are going to do a retreat together. So just wait. I know I keep saying that one of these days, like not probably this year or next year, but eventually (laughs) don't, don't hold your breath or anything, but that's our intention. (laughs) In the meantime, we have zoom meetings with you guys. (laughs) Yes. In the meantime. Yeah. 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 
So that's it. We're going to leave you guys with that. Hopefully this episode helps you to embrace your life just a little bit more so you can go with the flow and live your most authentic high vibe life. We love you all and have a great week. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.